Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Grace Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. In trying to consider divine purpose, one must first understand that God exists in a dimension beyond our own. This means it is virtually impossible to know divine intentions on the basis of direct communication. As humans, we communicate our thoughts and intentions with each other using languages based on sounds and visuals. We develop sounds over a period of time using our vocal cords and shake those sounds into various articulations using our tongues, which we pass on to generations within our language group. We also learn visual cues to communicate and just as with sounds, we articulate those visual cues into a means of communication to the point that even those who are unable to speak now have a visual-based language so well-developed that they can practically say anything using sign language. Then again, we have also over the years developed the art of communicating our thoughts through writing in so many forms and styles. As a matter of fact, there is an entire field of study just dedicated to the history of communication in writing. The basic purpose of all communication is to transfer thoughts from one mind into another. The clarity of the thoughts transferred is dependent on the skill of the communicator in using the chosen medium of communication. As humans, we depend on light and air as means by which we communicate one with another. Air is the vehicle that carries sound. Without the air around us, we would not hear any sound. When you go up over the clouds to about 300 miles over the ground, there is no air and because there is no air, there is no sound. Just as light is the vehicle through which sight is received. Meaning that without light, we wouldn't see anything. In essence, light and air are the primary vehicles of communication in our human world. Now I say primary because other means of communications exist in higher dimensions, but they are not known by a majority of humans on our level. God is not on our earthly dimension where we have air and natural light. The dimension of God is much higher than the dimension of humans. So the means to communicate is not air and light as we do with each other. Notice I didn't say the dimension of man. I said the dimension of humans. There's a difference between man and human. Man is the spirit kennel made in the image of God. Therefore, men are actually gods. But human is the man along with the animated material entity that exists around the spiritual core, which is made up of mind and body. 
man was created in Genesis 1:26, but humans were formed in Genesis 2:7. Humans are basically mind and body, which are the material offsprings of the spiritual core. So, the spirit is basically the causative of humans. What I mean by causative is it's the reason why the other components exist at all. There can be spirits without mind and body, but there cannot be mind and body without spirits. Our life on this physical dimension is a human life, though we are, as a matter of fact, something much higher in our center. Man is a spirit, but human is man with body and mind. I know it sounds a little confusing, but your mind or your soul is totally different from you. There are things that you have. When we are born in this body, we learn over time in ignorance to believe that we are our minds and bodies. We feel such an affinity with this body that we depend on it. We think we are alive because of our bodies. That's where the fear of death comes from. But as a matter of fact, we give our bodies life, not the other way around. Our mind and bodies are mere tools of expression of our spirit in this physical realm. The food we eat cannot give us life, but it's just for the maintenance of human life. Now what do I mean by human life? Human life is an act of consumption. So eating is nothing more than throwing wood into the flames of human life. In this physical dimension, what we call human life is just an animation of matter fueled by electrochemical processes. It's not real life, but it's mimicking real life, like a cartoon. In Luke 9:60, Christ said, let the dead bury their dead. Christ considered those carrying the dead body as dead as the body they are carrying in that scripture. Why? This is because human life is not real, but just an animation. Man lost real life in the Garden of Eden at the beginning through the incident allegorically narrated in Genesis chapter 3. The fact that someone is walking about now doesn't mean they have life. They are merely animated through thousands of electrochemical processes which is maintained through consumption driven by their spirits. Every human being is a factory producing all manner of chemicals for the purpose of animation. It's no different from a car that looks quite alive when there's a driver inside or there's fuel to consume. Once the driver leaves or the fuel finishes, the car's true nature is seen. In that same way, the true nature of our physical body is also revealed when our spirit vacates the body. Now, having said this, it is obvious that life doesn't exist in this physical realm, but only in the spirit realm. As a matter of fact, it was for the reason of restoring real life that Christ came into the world. When he was asked why he came, he said that they might have life and that more abundantly. Again, 
in first john 5 12 it says he that hath the son hath life and he that hath not the son of god hath not life the mission of christ on earth was a life mission but be that as it may our life here on earth is a human life as humans caged in this mortal form we have to maintain our minds and bodies through consumption and still try to grapple with things in dimensions that we do not operate in such as the things of god how then can we receive the intentions or purposes of god who fully operates in another dimension we can only communicate through the means of light and air but god does not operate on the level of sight and sound how then can we obtain those impulses now there are two options option one is that we can ascend in our understanding to the level of god or option two is to find ways with which we can pick up cues within our own human dimension obviously the best option would be option one which is to ascend into spiritual understanding but i must say that it's easier said than done the many processes of mental awakenings which leads to divine understanding makes it a lifelong journey apostle saul of tarsus who is also known as paul calls it the renewing of the mind it entails on learning what you already learned from birth about yourself and the things around you and replacing it with new information which is then walked out through trials before it can turn to knowledge now once it's knowledge the knowledge becomes a spiritual material added to your spiritual nature which makes you rise towards the dimension of God this process happens over and over and you rise higher and higher the higher you rise through this process the more you take on the nature of God and operate in that higher level of understanding until you come into complete unity with God that is you in God God in you at that point you totally embody divine purpose when you speak God is speaking when you act God is acting just like Christ said in John 10 30 I and my father are one I know you may ask is it possible for a person to get to this point you are there already spiritually if you are in Christ these things take place automatically in your spirit when you receive the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ but your understanding takes a lifetime to get there now God has always been there before the beginning and all the purposes of God have always been there but we have to rise to that level to pick it up it's like a radio until you tune to the frequency of your favorite radio station you will not hear anything though the radio station has been playing music all along we keep waiting for God to speak but God is not a man who speaks when you read in the Old Testament about God speaking it's either an angel impregnated by the Word of God or a manifestation caused by the displacement of matter by God rather 
God knows. And you can share that knowledge by knowing God. 1 Corinthians 8.17 says, But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. When you know God, you know what God knows. To know God means to be joined with God. In the Old Testament, God manifested to humans by causing displacement in both light and air to create appearances of visuals and sounds through the agency of angels to cause humans to receive from God in their physical dimension. There were burning trees, pillars of cloud and fire, thunder, wind, but those things were just displacement of matter caused by God. None of it was God. God is not physical. But as Christ said in John chapter 4, 23, But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is no longer interested in displacing matter to create appearances for reaching our human senses. We have to rise to the occasion, grow out of materialism and be united with God on divine level. We are supposed to be the burning bush and the manifestation of God in our own time. It's time to grow up. Now the second option to know divine purpose when we haven't risen to divine understanding is to be observant. Like Christ said, watch and pray. God is a spirit but the act of God can be read through observing the effect of God on things. It's like the relationship the wind has with the trees. You cannot see the wind, but you can see the effect the wind has on the trees. You can know the direction the wind is going simply by observing the trees. In that same way, we can't see God, but we can see the effect of God on life and know the direction God is going. Though this takes time to master, but if one is observant and honest with themselves, it's possible over a period of time to know the direction in which God is moving. However, it may not be possible to read God's effect of things if one has erroneous preconceptions about God. When you believe you know what God will always do or have preconceptions of what is good and what is bad, you are most likely going to miss it because these things will make your mind handicap. You need to empty yourself out of all judgments and preconceptions and let the things you are observing speak to you purely as they are. Remember, only God actually knows what is good or bad. Just accept everything you see as what they are without judgments what you think it should be. Just forget whether what is happening is good or bad, or else you may start to believe it is the devil, or enemies, or your village people. If you can develop the skill of pure observation over a period of time, you can begin to read what God is doing and know where God is going. Let the things happening around you speak to you. But remember, it's not possible to read over a short period of time. 
you need a good amount of time. At least 10 years of observation is the minimum. Even in your own life, if you can sit down and take stock of the last 10 years, you can get an indication where God may be going with you. It also helps to do research. Study the lives of people before you. Study the lives of people recorded in the Bible. Study books of history. Any information about the life of someone that records at least 10 years of events is useful. You are bound to find someone whose life story matches yours. The more you observe life, the better you can read divine purpose. Many are too caught up with trying to hear what God is saying and they end up being deceived by their own minds or even lying spirits. Simply sit down and observe without preconceptions or judgments and you can see where God is going because God is easier known through his acts than through words. My prayer is that God will help you digest the content of this teaching to give you the peace which comes only from understanding. Thank you for listening and may God bless you. We hope you were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com you can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.